Hey everybody, welcome back to Starfield Raw. I am Joe the Widget, and I am joined by my amazing co-hosts, starting with Mr. Yeah, that didn't take too long, Rook. Yeah, that didn't take too long. The end. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all learn more about what he's talking about in my uh, gameplay for the week. Uh, so, I want to get to it, so let's get to it. And Mr. I am not an NPC Archon. <laughs> Let's just say, when it comes to Rook, we told you so. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 of course. Well, yeah, def definitely. We didn't see that one coming. <laughs> I was told I was told you so by so many people. <laughs> For very good oh. reason, sir. <laughs> All right, so we got a couple things to get into. We have a new um, little section we're going to try out tonight, see how that goes a little bit later on the show. But... Rook decided to put something in news, so I'm curious about what he wants us to talk about. Oh, yeah. So I was searching for Starfield news for this sh uh, this podcast, and I found an article by GamesRadar that talks about how Todd Howard said Starfield was a much harder RPG pre-release, and that somebody in Reddit actually... Uh, what's his name? Red Salty Borger? Uh, from Reddit actually found in a data files an older version of the star map and the reason why i thought this was interesting is because uh uh bethesda boss todd howard explained that exploring space and dealing with planetary hazards used to be a lot more dangerous before the team nerfed the hell out of it and yes that is a quote <laughs> so that's something uh, i would say yeah 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 uh so Let's get into the star map. The star map looks older. It has uh, it has filters and stuff like that, uh, where you can filter by economy and stuff. For so it looks like trading was going to be a bigger deal. But the ones that got me is there's like hazards. Uh, in the case on this map, was they had solar radiation, which can cause light hole damage and micrometeoroids, which can cause catastrophic stop. Um. And they're notably below the fuel consumption meter. Now, as everybody knows, Starfield does have fuel consumption, but it's only per jump. Apparently, Todd Howard was talking about how they were actually going to use fuel, and it would be consumed as it went. But yeah, I always wondered about the fuel, because it's like you jump to like a completely uninhabited planet... And then suddenly your fuel tank is just full again, and you can just jump as far as you can go again. And then it's like, there's yeah. no like, I mean, besides the for slight, it? yeah, besides the slight annoyance of having to jump to like four systems to get mm -hmm. where you want to go instead of just jumping there, there's no real point to it. Like so, that, that always, I always wondered about that. So I'm a little late on this one because back in October he did talk about uh, fuel consumption. Uh, he was quoted as saying, we are playing that, we were playing that, and it became very punitive to the player. Your ship would run out of fuel and the game would just stop. Uh, you just want to get back to what you're doing. So we recently changed it where the fuel in your ship and your ship and the grab drive limits how far you can go at once, but it doesn't run out of fuel. Uh, and then he said back in October that maybe there will be an update or mod that allows that, but that's what we're doing now. So I can see where that could become annoying. It could become annoying, well, but if they put a rescue system in there where you could call somebody to bring you fuel, 
That's that would be it. okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it'd give us another use for our millions of credits you accrue over time. And it would definitely put in... I, I still want space stations. I am, like, full gung-ho. I w- I'll take a, a sign and do a little dance around Bethesda <laughs> until I get it. I want space stations that we can build and own ourselves. And they can be, you know, cost millions of credits to make. Mm-hmm. They, they yeah. would, in reality. I would love to be able to take over one of the abandoned star stations and convert them by spending credits. When I first was looking at this game before it was released and and saw the fuel consumption thing, I thought it was going to be something like, you know, you could only jump so far, and then when you got there, you had to, like, pay money to refuel your ship to move on to, you know, play more. That's how I thought it was going to work in the beginning, and I... That would have been cool because it would have stopped you from, you know, just going out to the furthest reaches of space the second you get a ship. Like, you got to actually earn some credits and, and, and make yeah, some money to be able to add do Add more of an RP things. element to it. Mm-hmm. Right. That would or have make been awesome. go, Or yeah, make you, you go harvest the helium-3 that you find on the planet because... It would make outposts to... even more viable. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, it, like, it all... It, like, there's so many systems that would have allowed that... And, and, I mean, just make it to where your ship can't jump further than you can, than your fuel consumption. That way you don't get stuck in the middle of space somewhere and have to, like, bust out the oars and, and, and oar yourself to a planet or something. Like, that would work. I mean, because oh, yeah. there are little, tiny little settlements on every planet just about. Like, there's, like, the little, you know, fracking stations and these this and that. And, I mean, there's places that you could go to get fuel Mm -hmm. and if you run out you might have to run halfway across the planet to get some water i mean that would be cool that would add a cool rp element to the game or just have it or have it where you if you're out exploring remote systems where there shouldn't be any people on it do you have to harvest the helium 3 from the planet yeah Uh, like we just said it would make outposts more important because you would have to have outposts like you know, across the system so that you could get to the places you needed to get. And that would cost, you know, money, giving you reason to, like, farm things and make money. And I have a strong Maybe. feeling, though, that outposts are going to become a bigger part of the game down the road. I think they have plans for it the way it's structured. I am willing to put money on the fact that they have bigger plans for outposts. And they're going to become a lot more viable in the future. Maybe Bethesda will hear this episode and be like, they got great ideas. <laughs> uh, there's also on this star map, uh, there was or they'll also... say that we're completely full of crap and move on. One of the two. <laughs> there is no middle ground. <laughs> uh, but it also said that there's map filters for system systems, planets, and economy. Uh, how they'd function is anyone's guess, really. But the economy one... Uh, to me, is more interesting because Elite Dangerous does this. You can search by economies and actually start a, a extreme trading and just do trading in the game. And it would justify having cargo haulers and all this. So I'm wondering if there's plans to bring that back after they've seen all of this stuff they've seen this past I few actually months. mentioned this in one of our, our episodes prior to release when we talked about how it's going to be just like a, a standard money and all that kind of stuff how i wish they would have put in an actual live market system mm-hmm. for each system like say, say this system over here doesn't they don't have helium three 
none of their planets or anything like that or the moons have any helium three. So helium three is of much higher value there. Yeah. Than say at the system where it has a lot, but they're lacking iron. But that system over there has a lot of iron. <laughs> yeah. Right. That that would which be would, awesome. Which would give outposts some you know some credibility. Another thing I would like to really see them add in, and I'm really hoping they do, is a way to tie your your actually like say you collect four or five ships tie your ships like make one of your companions pilot it or whatever and be able to like do like a trade line where you could use mm -hmm. those ships to harvest materials and he could be making money for you by going and selling these materials that you're harvesting with your extra ships that would be pretty cool to actually do something like that but to my problem is is they don't have a lot of traffic in space jumping in and out of systems they'd have yeah. to incorporate that but that would actually be a pretty cool idea well, uh, what last... happens when space shatters yeah we don't know <laughs> or we don't know what are going to come in the updates coming up they might actually add something like that in just a random update uh yeah. also i want to let y'all know this map the it looks a little bit more different than uh, what we see now, because Alpha Centauri is on the map south of Seoul, and the Lodge is on uh, Jemison and Alpha Centauri. But in this map, uh, Alpha Centauri is east-northeast of Seoul, uh, Seoul, and the Lodge is its own system. So... I found that interesting, but it would it gives it, it gives me hope that they had the systems there and they cut them and maybe it'll be easy for them to bring them back. They just got to complete the systems that they were building. But that's why I wanted to talk about this, because I saw all this information and it looked really interesting. Oh, I absolutely love speculation on the air and talking about what we think could be really cool in the game. I'm, I'm a little upset they pulled out the space hazards and stuff. See, the thing or put it as an optional in the difficulty settings. Mm -hmm. The thing with podcasts and people making videos and things like that is, is it works for good too. It's not just a oh I found this exploit. Everybody talk about it. Oh now they nerfed it because <laughs> they saw it. Well, hopefully they see the good ideas we have too, and they're like, hey, you know, that is a good idea. Mm -hmm. Maybe we should add in like a a trading system for make some point whatsoever to outposts and all these extra ships ships you collect like there should be some point to it other than just to have it yeah so uh, i mean nerfing the hell of the game is fine to release it and then at start adding the stuff to make the game more dangerous and make it optional so the people who don't want a really hard game don't have a really hard game and those of us who play very hard and it's becoming an easy game <laughs> except for my challenge character yeah i was gonna say yeah speak for yourself dude <laughs> yeah super easy huh <laughs> but i play on um, very hard and because of how i was doing y'all wanted to see that i was actually on very hard so i had to show y'all my screen and hey look i'm on very hard so it's just one of those things i believe you i trust yeah, you my friend <laughs> No, but it's just it's just one of those things where well, make the game harder for people like me or Joe or Archon. Well, they did they did talk about putting in uh like a almost like a hardcore mode, didn't they? What's funny uh, is that you can adapt 
the settings to like make it a little bit harder and stuff like that. I thought that they I thought that they did say something about they they were gonna add in like that the mode that's in like Fallout or whatever the survival mode or whatever. They did. It's funny because after we did that episode where we talked about doing survival, they mm-hmm. released something about a week later about that. I forgot what it was, but it it, it did mention mm-hmm. survival. Yeah, I thought that they did mention something about it. Uh, where they were gonna add like a survival type mode like in Fallout. Where you can change, they are going to, uh, when we did that episode, the articles I was reading was saying that they're going to add where you can change how different things affect you and whatnot to make you more of a survivalist game or a survival game. But I didn't see anything about adding a survival mode. I want a survival mode. That would be I, want, nice. I want a mode where I have to worry about drinking and eating all the time. You already have that. It's called your challenge character. No, my challenge character's dead. (laughs) (laughs) A few times over. Yeah, a few times over. (laughs) I had, I was going to rant about the state of the news articles, because I, too, looked through news earlier, and it it did nothing but make me mad. The insanity that's out there. So I'm going to do a quick rant, because it was driving me nuts. (laughs) There was like four of them, and Game Rant... One of the bigger news outlets, they had an entire post on some stupid weapon this guy found, calling it, oh, some player found the most ultimate weapon, a Varun Inflictor that has one-inch punch on it. And they pulled it from a Reddit post that had 100 comments on it, and 80 of those comments were telling the guy he's insane that's a stupid weapon. (laughs) Not joking. (laughs) Then another one was talking about this. There's this guy developing a mod that where you... He used the Skyrim spell of morphing and pulled the model of a mech from in the game and where he made his character be able to morph into a mech. And the article is all about how this player is doing something that should have been in the beginning of the game where you can ride mechs and... Did you even look at what that mod was? How it's not even actually working correctly? Yeah. And did you not consider that it could very well be in-game? This game's only been out for a few months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they might. There's a lot of things. I'm sure they have plans for down the road of what they're planning on doing. Just because it's not there. I mean, we're already getting different modes of travel coming up probably mid-February. So, like... And then, yeah, but... Yeah. If, well, with- okay, I'm going to say this, and it's... It, 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 I, it, Rook might not agree... Because I don't agree. He always seems to find the joy in everything because he's such a positive guy. But <laughs> if you gave the players everything they wanted at the start of the game, everyone would be bored with it after six months because there's nothing to add because you already have everything you want. You have to leave some things out so you have things to add later on down the line. And some things are probably not polished enough to where they couldn't add it right now, and they want to make sure it is polished enough before they do release it. I do not disagree with you. However, what's building all these people's upset is how hush-hush Bethesda has been. So all we can do is sit and wait. I mean, it's just, you will probably, the, the players will probably get the majority of these things that they want over time because that's how companies work. They give you things over time to keep you playing their game. It'd be funny if you find out Microsoft was the driver behind uh, nerfing the game at the beginning. 
and then slowly adding things in. <laughs> oh, there's another article, guys, okay? This one, you have to really think about it for a minute before it makes sense. My brain hurts. PC Games in had an article about Starfield's barren planets, and when you read the article, it's talking about the planets that they that have low to no atmosphere. They get a brilliant immersive weather fix from another modder who puts in weather effects on every single planet and moon. That is stupid. No offense speaking to... Of, speaking <laughs> of which, this kind of goes into my play my playthrough a little bit. Yeah, I had laughed when I read your notes about that. Explain to me why I was exploring <laughs> Mars the other day, and I was just wandering. I got the quest to go, like, farm some minerals in a cave. And I'm going to said cave, and all of a sudden it starts thunderstorming on <laughs> Mars, a planet with no atmosphere. How it has a small atmosphere. Mars does have a thin atmosphere. Okay, okay so here's Not the thing. A thunderstorm. There's no rain there. It was straight <laughs> raining and thunderstorming. Yeah, that is off the wall. Lightning and that. everything. That is I'm the like, one downside to procedurally generated things is sometimes it doesn't get it right. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Mars Mars is one of those planets that's not procedurally all generated. All weather is procedurally generated. I think all the weather is procedurally generated because... It's, it's just like uh, Rook and I had a conversation while I was talking about this stupid thunderstorm about... How, like, a lot of these planets that have absolutely no atmosphere whatsoever that you can, like, jump for miles into the air, you can still use wind turbines at your mm -hmm. bases. Like, now, not there, heard of solar winds. Hold on, hold on. There is a difference in this game because you actually have to go outside the map, look at the planet, and see what kind of atmosphere it is. And some of these planets might not have oxygen, but they do have heavy uh, atmospheres. Yeah, I have noticed. I wind. have along that line. I have noticed that there are some planets that you can't use wind turbines at, mm -hmm. and there yeah, are some it, planets that are quite effective. It's weird how they do their atmospheres. Like uh, I went to one planet and it said STD M, which is standard M. So I'm wondering <laughs> where they get their standards from. The Star Trek. <laughs> That's not a bad place to get them from. Yeah, a lot of comp a lot of uh, fictional stuff uses Star Trek's classification of planets because I'm not sure where Star Trek got it from. Guys, I'm pretty sure some of our listeners are curious to see how our first week of this challenge went. <laughs> so let's get into our plays of the week and let's see how things went for all three of us. <laughs> let's see how things went start. for Rook. <laughs> I think we should start with Rook in his first and only week of his challenge character. <laughs> Oh, I started off doing pretty good because I punched out one of the. Uh, they had an axe wielder on. Um, There's a few of them that drop on the first mission. Yeah, on yeah. the first mission. So I I took that and just murder hoboed everybody. Um, God, but we'll be back to the murder hobo. He's trying to make that, that thing. thing. He's trying to make That's that thing. thing, man. I succeed. Will never be a thing. Stop trying to make it. <laughs> it won't be a thing. Well, if you say it enough, it could. No, so as most of y'all know, I created a purely melee character. Uh, I said that if I died multiple times, I would switch to a Snake Eyes-esque character. And that's exactly what happened. Because my first run, I got the axe from one of the Crimson Fleet on the first planet. And then I went to Crete. I made it to Crete on all my characters. None of them died on the first planet, thank God. <laughs> uh, but... 
my first run through, I was able to persuade that uh, final boss guy on Crete and was able to leave. And so I made it to the lodge, got the first quest, started helping find, uh, what's his name? The Vanguard guy. And then... Uh, sounds like Moana. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then I got to the Nova Galactic Star Station. And as all, both of y'all know, I thoroughly said I have to play smart and not rush in and pay attention to my health. And you did not do that. I did not do that. I did not pay attention to my health at all when I ran into this group of two guys and ended up dying really quick. Now, it wasn't the first room. It was the crossfire room where the crossfire is in the Nova yeah. Station. I took out... I took out one side and then I went up uh, the stairs to the left when you go in there and there were two guys and I, I smacked one and then realized, crap, I forgot to pay attention to my health and the next shot killed me. <laughs> <laughs> so I was doing good, but I just stopped, stopped paying attention to my health. And then I had trouble getting through Creed. Dude, you're on doing a very hard challenge in the most difficult way you can do it. I know, but it was fun. Just about. Just about. Just about. But yeah. I actually on that space station almost died as well, except it wasn't it, it wasn't until I got to the room and you know the last room where you find the little the the little note from him saying where mm -hmm. he went or whatever, and you walk into that room and there's like seventeen guys. That yeah. was the room that almost took me out. Yeah. I that's... managed to get around a corner and out of gunfire with just a sliver <laughs> of health left. Yeah, once so, uh, I noticed my health dropped, I tried jumping down and getting in the safety, but uh, I hit the wrong button right at right before I died, so I didn't give myself health. I switched weapons because <laughs> I use a Razor uh, or Corsair mouse with the number pad on the side, and I hit two two spots higher than I should have. But yeah, so he died horribly. Um, it was a sad day. I had a funeral and everything. <laughs> then I tried running two other characters, and I never made it past Crete. So maybe you should rethink this whole thing with the melee. Nope. Well, yeah, he, he said he's and going to Snake Eyes, Snake Eyes route now. Yeah, so the this time, melee, I, did yeah. a, I did a Snake Eyes route. The only time I've used a pistol so far was to kill that leader, because I was to the last point of persuading him, and I failed. <laughs> <laughs> so I took a break from that, because my Snake Eyes, char my, my characters, I, I needed a break from dying so many times. <laughs> By the way, Roan is actually pretty cool um, background, especially yeah. when you first start. Uh, didn't do any traits, just chose Ronin and ran with it. I actually did yeah. a couple of traits on my guy. I did I chose, not do any on mine. I, I chose not no to do any. And I went file not found. <laughs> so I went nothing. There is nothing that's helping me, really. You went completely nonchalant. He went, he went completely commando. Blank slate. <laughs> yeah, so, I uh, are you? Uh, oh, you got more. He's got more. Yeah, got so more. I got two more bullets. <laughs> so I took a I took a break from my click click dying character <laughs> and uh, jumped onto my explore, and I was exploring the Bessel system, and without paying attention to where I was, I explored Bessel three, and I found a ransacked research outpost. While clearing that outpost, I found a Crimson Fleet outpost entrance and went into it that was where you find barrett <laughs> so i completely found barrett on accident without doing any of the quest i had the quest i just didn't do any of it <laughs> so i had i freed barrett without 
going to the beginning planet again and going and find uh, Heller. So I don't even know if I can get those two again. Okay, yeah. just so everybody knows, when this happened to Rook, he texted me immediately about it and then jumped in Discord and told me about it and then tried to remind me about it last night. Yeah, he was excited. <laughs> he was excited I was about on it. I with him when he found it, so luckily I only got the single version. But <laughs> I am curious. I am curious to see if he can, if he's going to be able to get Heller and Lynn now. Yeah, I'll have to. Line. Yeah, that's mm. what bothers me. So I'm not sure if I'll be able to get them since I rescued Barrett by accident. Um, yeah, that character I didn't even try fighting. I just paid the ransom. And then now I'm currently exploring the Piazzi system on that character. And I'm actually enjoying the exploration because now that I'm away from the very beginning low-level stuff, I'm actually starting to find the more interesting location. Uh, I'm kind of curious. Is, is, is the Bessel system, like... Varun occupied? Are they like the way of the serpent or something? Uh, the Bessel system, I came across more spacers and Crimson Fleet than I did Varun. I'm only saying that because in your notes you wrote Bessel. <laughs> that's how it's spelled. In game, that's how it's spelled. With three S's? Yes. I don't think, I don't think there's three S's. I think there's two. There, I fixed it. <laughs> Our grammar Nazi over here. Yep. I just thought it was funny because best. What what if my character's Varun? (laughs) You just said he was Ronin. No train. No, that's the other character. No, that's my my explorer. My explorer is actually not. um, I think he's. I think he's. uh, What's that one for? God and all that. Not enlightened. The other one. Sanctum, some sanctum. That one or whatever. Sanctum Universum. That that's it. He's it hit, so my explorer has a soldier background with Sanctum Universum and uh, Dream Home, and I forgot what my yeah. Last I liked one how was. you. I remember when you told us about how you built this guy in the background. I liked it the, the, with the RP element to it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember that. Yep. So that's so, been uh, my week. I had to take a break. <laughs> fair, Archon man. What's up? What happened? So so my guy, I went found not found with no traits. Obviously, like I mentioned. Um, I made it off the first rock with little to no trouble. That so in other words, he went boring. No, no, actually, it was quite not boring. When I got to Crete, however, that's when the fun started. Um, I got very close to dying several times. One of the times was amazing because, okay, so I was fighting the, the Brogan guy or whatever at the top of the Crete fortress or whatever. And I'm killing the pirates, and then the, you know how the little ship lands, and more pirates come out and shoot at you. And I just ran, and I just jumped right off of the the top of the building to oh, go yeah. over there. And I hit my boost pack, and I'm like, I have a boost pack. I'm just gonna boost over there. I never put a trade in boost pack training. <laughs> you never so put a I in. fell down, <laughs> and I did not have very much life left. I got a little scared. <laughs> You got so scared. that was almost my first death, yes. That was almost <laughs> my first death. That was very scary for me. But, uh, yeah, and then I kind of explored a little bit more of, like, the smaller bases uh, before going to fight him. So I I like to, to, to explore those smaller ones because I generally can find a pretty decent weapon to go into the fight with. And I actually found a shotgun, and I said I was going to try shotguns. I don't like them. They do a ton of damage. They're awesome, but they have like two shots, and then you got to reload. Not all of them. There's that... some that I've seen up to twelve. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. 12 whole shots. Hey, with a shotgun, that's enough to do the That's more than when enough to do the trick. When <laughs> I'm doing 200 damage with, early in the game. <laughs> but when I walk into a room with 17 mobs, I need more than 12 shots before without having to reload. Nice, no, be so smart. I you actually, come out, pop them, go into cover, reload, puck them out, pop them. Well, thank Cover to cover I, to cover. I was just shooting. Every flammable object I could find to kill people, which is fine. <laughs> uh, but then the 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 Brogan dude, he dropped a, a blue AA um, AA ninety nine, which is like a rifle, and I like mm-hmm. those. So I switched to that, and that's far more my playstyle. I'm having a lot more fun with it. Um, so I'm doing the main quest. Uh, I got to the part where you go to to with Sarah to Mars, and yeah, like I was saying earlier. I'm wandering around Mars, just having fun in a thunderstorm for some reason. That was cool. And then finally, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go more into the main quest. So I go to Sidonia, and I go to the bar where you're supposed to get information on where that Moana dude is. And I go to walk (laughs) into the bar, and I don't know what was going on in that bar in this playthrough because this has never happened to me before, but I walked in there. I couldn't even get in. I could not get to the counter because there were so many NPCs in this bar. I, I counted 32 NPCs on the ramp that goes down to the counter. <laughs> 32 of them. I'm like, I'm wondering what is if, going on? Yeah, but that's like, like, like a little silent update during the holiday break because I had something weird happen to me too. That was that was so weird. There was like so many mobs. I'm like trying to jump over them to get to my objective. And then, like, eventually some of them started wandering out, and it apparently I missed a party. There was something going on there. <laughs> Free and, drinks. Uh, Happy birthday, yeah. Fred. <laughs> Just like. That okay. would be cool if the game did that. You walk in one time into the bar in Sedonia, and it says, Happy birthday, Fred, and everybody's there. <laughs> yeah, so that that's, after that, I was like, okay, this is this is pretty weird. First the thunderstorm, then the, then all the NPCs, and, and that's kind of where I ended it so far for this week. Um, I haven't, I had to work crazy shift today, so I didn't get a chance to get on and play. I was going to play a little bit more today, but I didn't get a chance to, but... Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what other weird things I'm going to run into on on this playthrough. I'm having but still alive yeah. and kicking. I'm Haven't having died. that's still good. Same. Yep, still on one number one. That's good. I'm having a blast, and I made my challenge character Joe. His name is Captain Joe. I want to see if uh, they'd actually call me by my name. And when Vosco actually said Captain Joe, it really threw me off, even though I was hoping it would say it. I wonder if he'll say Captain Jack Sparrow. (laughs) (laughs) I made him a cybernetist because I wanted the lock picking. I wanted the laser weapons. That was, and then, then of course, the first aid, which is stupid useful. I put my first point, my first point into fitness. I figured stuff like that would be a good idea. Yeah, I forgot to, to mention that. I've been putting, I put one point into boost pack after I almost died. And then every point since then, I've been putting into that fitness tree. I'm going for uh, the first thing I'm I'm going for is regeneration, and then after that, then I'll, you know, go into other trees. But I want regeneration because that's like stupid useful. So I went into um, New Atlantis. I made it past the first mission, fine, even though I was having some lag issues. Fixed that by loading, reloading the game, no problem. And I went to go sell what I had, and I have no idea 
how I wound up with five maelstroms, four equinoxes, five rescue axes, and five rolls of toilet paper. I don't remember picking up that toilet paper. You just do it so much that it's like second nature now. He's TP Bandit point two oh two point oh. I don't know. It was weird. Okay, and I went into the weapons merchant in New Atlantis. And have you guys ever noticed when the the display table all over this place? They have a hard target right there, mm-hmm. but they don't sell it. Yep. It just made me mad. Come on. See, unlike other unlike other Bethesda games like Elder Scrolls, where you, when you, what you see on the shelves. You can actually steal or buy. You can't steal or buy them on... Uh, I was going to say, one. didn't you used to be able to, like, steal the stuff that was on the shelves? Not in their I, stores. Huh. Not at that gun shop, anyway. Because I noticed, yeah, when I went in there the other day, I couldn't. And I was like, could have sworn. Because I know, like, when you're on, uh, oh, Aquila City, Diane? and you go yeah. into, yeah, you go into, like, the, the general shops and stuff, you can steal any of the stuff off the shelves. Also, guys, have you noticed that... I actually really looked at that table in Constellation where they have the artifacts above, you know, mm-hmm. and look at all the mechanics inside of it and wonder what it's really for because supposedly the artifacts are floating and interacting on their own. The table doesn't do that. So what in the world is that table for? Probably a holographic projector. Yeah, maybe it's like a Tony Stark table. For what? They're not projecting anything. Not when we're in the game, but what were they doing with that table before we See, got that's involved? where I was wondering. Like, man, <laughs> yeah, what, 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 what is Sarah really into? A hollow table, and then they just like... Wow. I love how everybody just stopped. No, I mean, they might have been a holographic table, and then they're like, hey, this is a cool place to store these artifacts, and now they just don't use the holographic table anymore because the artifacts are there. I started this character last Friday night, after the the episode aired, and um, one of our listeners, Jack24, came in Discord and started talking. He was there with us for all three for a little bit, but the other two had to go. And he sat there and hung out with me and talked to me until about midnight my time. So he was in there talking to me for about maybe three hours, th- three to four hours. Yeah, awesome I was dude. there for a couple of hours and he was talking. Yeah, awesome dude. Yeah. I really, really like talking to him. We clicked really well. So uh, if you're wants to come back in and, and hang out and chat, I'm all for it. So he was there mm-hmm. as I was going through my hair pulling, swearing, yeah. and wanting to scream sections of my challenge character. Yeah, unfortunately, I, I, I'm, I'm sad I had to bail because he came in right around 9 o'clock or so your guys' mm-hmm. time, which is midnight my time. And I'm like, I gotta go to work, unfortunately. <laughs> well, he was there with me while I was doing the Nova Galactic Star Yard, where you guys all nearly died a few times yeah yeah i um there was probably three or four separate times where i had literally three to four hit points and no pet no med packs left mm-hmm. and i had two elites hunting me one a level five one a level 11 and sarah would refuse to take point and be, become a bullet sponge for me <laughs> i had to get really 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 creative using mines and i i ate everything edible in that entire star yard and somehow I, actually survived it. The UC multi-packs give you 20 health, so they're the best things to eat. Yeah, yeah I was just you... telling Rook this the other day that, like, I still to this day have not once used a mine or a grenade. Never. Love them. And I, I, I will swear by the explosive perk. So, never used I never thought of using it because, quite honestly, I'm a melee character and I'm not going to try using them. But I hate it when I went to... I was a melee character would work great with mines. 
Especially the yeah, ones that freeze them in place. But my, uh, my, the thing I hate the most is because your minds are tied to your G button. And so is the camera mode when you're in your scanner. So I forgot I was in my scanner and threw a, my, a grenade at my companion and it was an impact grenade and blew up on him. <laughs> I survived Nova Galactic Star Yard by the skin of my teeth, my very badly broken teeth. And then, without really thinking about it, I went and did Mora's ship without going to go get med packs first. <laughs> and with maybe 20 hit points remaining. <laughs> so I had to go eat everything in that little tiny ship while trying to survive and swearing and Jack over there laughing at me. Uh, excuse me, sir. We already established his name is Moana. Jack24, the guy that was in the root. No, the we're chat. talking about oh. Moara. Mo- Moara or Moana. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Moara. Already, uh... Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I did his ship. Moana ship. The only oh, ship yeah. in the game you can disable that without blowing get... up. I found something that very funny. Too. It is. It kind of is. Especially early in the game when very hard. And when you're really, really worried about dying. That makes it a lot more hard. A lot more difficult. I was over encumbered when I was in Constellation after I finished that mission. So I didn't think about it and just started dropping stuff. Like I dropped a spacesuit. Everybody in Constellation turned around and started yelling at me. <laughs> for dropping that in the middle of the room. Calling me a litter bug really? and how dare you? Does this this is what you do in your home? <laughs> yes, live really. Really? <laughs> I've never tried that. That's I didn't do that now. <laughs> they yelled at throw me. Somewhere, throw random toilet paper in the middle of the room. So I went and I decided to do uh, the Freestar Collective, the Freestar mission. That would be a good place to start. I really want to get that ship. It would be really helpful for me. So I took Sam over to, to Aquila. Talked the guys down from the bank like usual. Went and coaxed his dad. Well, I stole from his dad. Got the map. So we went to go deal with the Shaw gang. And then this is when the, the weather got really, really screwy. I, I, it's probably something normal in the game, but I have personally never seen it like this. It became incredibly foggy to where you couldn't see hardly anything in front of you. And then the wind picked up, so the fog started swirling all around me like crazy. And I, put, I posted a picture of it in our chat, in our Discord chat. So I was in there fighting these guys, and I didn't realize I was right next to some explosives, tanks, <laughs> and they went off on me. Somehow they shot them, and thus ended the life of my level six, Captain Joe. Oh, no. So here's what I got to say about that, Mr. Widget. Hmm? If you would actually be an explorer for a little bit, you would have seen that many times. Well, I haven't. It was crazy, and it really... <laughs> I should have just went back somewhere, waited, so that it cleared up, and then did it. Because it, it yeah. made it way more difficult when you couldn't see any enemies anywhere. Or realize that you were right next to a couple of explosive, explosive canisters. Yeah. Am I the yeah. last man standing? Well, I deleted uh, all my saves, except for the save I, I made that was right, before, right after I made my character at level one. Mm-hmm. So I reloaded that, and I'm starting over. Because I had so much fun with it, and it was a stupid way to die. <laughs> so, I actually did... Oh. I, I pulled a, a, a play out of the Archon playbook over here, and I set oh. up the... Um, what did I put it? The Archon ambush. <laughs> and I put took all the different explosives that I could find and put them right where the the door comes down for the pirates when they come to first attack you. Oh. And then all you I, have to do is just pick up the canister, and as soon as the door opens, throw it in there and shoot it. And I went even more fun. I just I laid <laughs> an like a, entire row canister. in an arc right in front of them, and I have posted a picture of that on Discord too. And as soon as they came out, boop! 
chain oh, reactions. That's, yes, that's that picture. Two survived, and most of the bodies wound up back into the, their ship, and the ship took off uh-huh. with all those bodies still in it, which takes me off because I really wanted to loot them. <laughs> See, that's what I'm telling you. You throw the canister in, you shoot it, and then as soon as you shoot it, you run in before they have a chance to take off. So Captain Joe is back at it, and I saved the game. I, I, I played a little bit during my break today, but I had to get back to work. Right as I failed to talk down the um, pirate leader in Crete. So I ran back into the room right when they started attacking. So let's see if um, Captain Joe will survive that. But one thing I, I found on Crete is I got really lucky in the very first weapon crate that you can possibly find in that, out that outpost before you meet enemies. I got a blue anti-personnel solstice, and my, gar- my character is built for energy weapons nice so yeah that'll be good that thing was amazing i only had 16 shots but i took down five people with it before i ran out of ammo so i'm hoping good stuff comes from this character (laughs) and i don't die to stupid antics and i'm going to make sure that i have all the med packs i could possibly find in every system at all times i'm still looking for the secret outpost missive so that i can go uh find the mantis and and do that i got that be careful with that one though that one's rough and on very hard early game. Very, yeah, it is. I know, but I'm I, I'm like level seven or eight now, so I'm Dude. just about the right level to do it. And how did I do more at less levels so? than you? Huh? How did I how did I went up at level six doing more than what you did? I don't know because I go <laughs> I was wandering around to the all the little bases and killing yeah. things. Okay. And he does that, more. That's true. I I'm, kill everything. I'm debating if I'm going to go back that same route. I might because I really want to get my revenge. On that pirate crew? The modders need to hurry up and make a multiplayer setup for this game so we can play together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be That'd crazy. Be, hey, we're expecting cool. that, guys. In the next few weeks, we're going to hear, we're going to get some more information. And I bet you within five or six weeks, we're going to get the big update from Bethesda they promised in February. Mm-hmm. So, Until then, we can play ESO together. Which we've been doing a lot of. <laughs> we found hey. something that we need you for, Rook. So you need to get to level 50 so you can come do it with us. Yes. The endless archive. Mm. Infinite. 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 Archive. Still, same. I'm only 10 levels away, or 12 levels away, depending upon what character I'm running. We need your tank. 10 levels. Let's do it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Bethesda Raw. <laughs> yeah. Bethesda. It's a Bethesda game. Yeah, and Pretty I'm much. re-hooked on it. Absolutely loving it. And I, I'm... Yeah, I have way too much fun digging for artifacts. I'll tell you guys about that off the air. Anyway. Coming to you next time on Starfield Online. (laughs) Starfield Online. We got one little quick uh, new section we're going to do. We're calling it Around Discord. Since we've got a lot of people coming in Discord now, and a lot of chats everywhere, and a lot of fun stuff going on. Just a couple little things that I picked up that I wanted to mention. Dracillus. I think that's how you spell his name. Um, we have a little section about ideas for the show, and he said, how about pros and cons of certain companions and how they can help slash hurt on some missions? Mm, One, Vasco I... hurts on all missions. Actually, he doesn't bother me none. Can't stand him. I want to go around and slap him every time he, he Dude, opens his voice every, box. If you could only have one companion in the game, we know it would be Andresia, So, Of course. Right. But I, I, I actually keep her away from my main character when I'm in combat. I've ran with three different characters. Um, and I got to say, I really haven't seen any pros and cons because constellation companions are all pretty much the same. 
There are uh, pros and some... cons I have noticed in fighting. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, Sam's a like better fighter. <laughs> Sam's really good with rifles. I have not used mm-hmm. him. Barrett's terrible in combat until you get his um, power. Uh, Andreja's really, really good if you're not doing stealth, even though she's supposed to be stealth. Mm-hmm. You, you put a laser weapon with her, it's balls of the walls right there. She'll do it. Sarah is actually, I think, the best combat companion in the game so far that I have had. She's more accurate with her grenades. I was going to say, pro tip. <laughs> pro tip, equip your uh, companions. Just give them one good grenade and, and give them like a grenade launcher type weapon, like a, a heavy weapon, and they, they do a ton of damage. Tons of damage. Actually, if you go with what they're proficient in, they do phenomenal. Yeah, but you still, you give them a grenade too because they don't ever run out of any. They don't run out of ammo, so yeah, maybe yeah, if you give Barrett one of those mini guns. Oh, give Barrett a mini gun. You find out he just mows everybody down. Yeah, give him the one oh, that you gosh. get from doing the uh, the UC quest line, mm-hmm. the legendary one. Oh. Yeah, that that could be dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I actually I haven't. I actually have more fun running with the non-Constellation NPCs uh, than I do running with the Constellation NPCs. But really, when it comes to questions and answers and how you respond things, they're all, they have their quirks, but for the most part, you can make them mad and make them happy by doing the same things between them. So really, I don't see any pros and cons. Andresia is a little different on that. See, there are some things that the rest of Constellation gets ticked off about that she doesn't. What do you expect yeah. from her backstory? She's my boo. You know, she gets me. Another fun fact: I've never used a anybody other than Constellation as a companion before. I have I've run never it with used Simeon. It. Simeon with a hard target. Oh my god! <laughs> so let me get this right. So I can't use sniper rifles on my character, but could I get Simeon and give him a sniper rifle? Yeah, you're not the one using it. I mean, you're not stealthing around and sniping things and. I, I did stealth around a little bit. A I, I picked up a uh, um, a suppressed handgun. Forgot the name of it, but um, in that first Crete mission, I was sneaking and doing a couple pot shots really quick before they came at me. Yeah, but I wasn't sniping. I got my first yeah. stealth melee kills when you when you go into Crete and you come into the room where the guys' backs are to you. Yeah. I literally crouch and I turn off my run, so I'm walking as slow as possible to get to them. And I got two uh, two kill- melee kills right there with that. It's actually pretty fun. That's why I keep trying it over and over and over with a melee character. <laughs> do it. I think you'll have more it. fun with the snake, guys. Yeah. But we'll see. It, it, that, the melee is really, really difficult until you get a couple really good, like specific talents. Hey, Bethesda, here's another good, great idea for you guys. Give us a way to dual-wield pistols. Or dual-wield anything. Well, yeah. like two wielding rifles like is melee, really unrealistic, but <laughs> like uh, like a melee weapon and a pistol. Yeah, or like two swords, or two rocket Oops. launchers. Yeah, two swords just walk in like a shredder. Just <laughs> <laughs> they call me. Was it? I was gonna say Leonardo. Leonardo. Yep. Go, go full Leonardo on him. Give me a suit that looks like uh, the Ninja Turtles, and I'll equip the weapon they have and go. <laughs> You know what would be really cool is if they added in a feature with, like, because melee combat is kind of lackluster in this game. If mm. they added in a feature where you, if you snuck up behind them with a melee weapon, you could just, like... Oh, yeah, like, an insta-kill. Insta-kill. If they have it, it would have been an insta-kill if you did it. So they could do an animation, that'd be great, yeah. 
Yeah, just do like a walk. I actually up, had that in field. ESO. Right. So you did like that would be cool, like an instant like assassin. You just walk in and just like sneak up behind them and it's gone. Mm-hmm. That would make for sniper that would make rifles, melee a lot more fun. They could do the bullet time effect that they do on one of my favorite sniper games, Sniper Elite. You mm-hmm. see the bullet go after him and hit him. That'd be awesome. Another mm-hmm. finishing move. Uh, Mossy Finish in chat. He put it in the wrong chat. He put it in the um, the pictures. But yeah, we'll we'll forgive you this time. He had this really long conspiracy theory that was way out of left field. It was out there. Yeah, um, I don't. Sorry, buddy. I, I don't buy it. And it all it all <laughs> stemmed off. It. it all stemmed off. He didn't realize that the two people's names were spelled differently. No, no, no. He realized it. It stemmed off the fact they have the same quote-unquote name. That's what he went off of. No, one's Issa and one's Issa. And what have you been experimenting with, Mossy? Why aren't you sharing? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe maybe it was sleep-deprived. You don't know. Uh, Never know. Shattered Space comes out. We find out that that conspiracy theory is actually the truth. (laughs) Yeah. And then he laughs at us all. Uh, let us know if you guys like this this <laughs> let, us, let us know if you guys like this um around discord type segment if you guys do i don't see a problem with us doing it on every now and then on the episodes or every episode. Third one. what are you gonna add what mossy's conspiracy theory about the cloning oh like what what uh, do you think about a settlement completely comprised of clone starborn <laughs> Cloning is not something that's only—it's only briefly mentioned in one it's or two actually, areas, and it's not really think, a big part of the game. Should, I think they should add a, a, a whole planet of clones of historical figures. Oh wait! <laughs> now the reason why I think it's actually a bigger aspect of the game than you do, Widget, is because of Enhance. What if Enhance gives you the ability to clone yourself and you raise yourself? I don't know. I, so I think cloning actually does exist. Oh, we do know it exists in the game, but uh, he was. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I can't just. I cannot justify conspiracy theories that are hard to understand or see where they're coming from. Hey, look, yeah. maybe if you can clone yourself, you could keep your uh, challenge character alive a little longer. Oh, sing. My, hey, my cha- challenge character has cloned himself three times. <laughs> Alright guys, so that's going to wrap up the show tonight. And uh, as always, if you want to reach out to the show, our best way to do that is, is actually through Discord. You can message us individually through Discord. You can chat with us and the other listeners and people like-minded for both Raw and Nerdy, which is our awesome, fully nerdy show, which we, me and Archon, unfortunately Rook was out this last Sunday, uh-huh. did a full episode on Elder Scrolls Online. So check that out. You can our Discord is uh, discord.gg forward slash raw R A W podcasts P O D C A S T S. Take you right to us. Before you and go any comment, further, hmm? your comments might get featured in our little segments here. So before we go any further, uh, because you just mentioned our Discord, I would like to give a shout out to Dressless for boosting the server as of January seventh. Yeah, oh, hey. every little bit helps. Mm-hmm. Also, you can email the show at any time for business, for pleasure, for anything else. <laughs> StarfieldRaw at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at StarfieldRaw. Our Facebook, StarfieldRaw. Our Instagram, Raw Podcast One. 
or search Raw and Nerdy. Remember, Raw and Nerdy, good show. Listen. <laughs> Very good show. Yeah, there's a lot of Starfield Raw listeners that are not listening to Raw and Nerdy, so get on there. Download it. <laughs> it's, it's, it's good. I promise. You'll enjoy it. He can follow us individually as well. Um, I am at the widget, T-H-E-W-I-G-I-T, everywhere. So Twitter, Discord, uh, all the different gaming platforms, the widget, even ESO, the widget. You can find you can find me on uh, Steam and X at Rook213. You can find me on Xbox and PlayStation Tomcat213. And then my Instagram is Tomcat underscore 213. Complicated. <laughs> you can find me at the Archon 606 on just about everything except for my gaming platforms like PlayStation, Switch, Xbox. Those are all quick. U-W-I-C-K underscore D underscore 606. And like always, everybody, have a fantastic week and go blow up some stuff in the game. <laughs> Stay safe out there in the stars, everyone. And if you're participating in the challenge, keep your challenge characters alive. Just, I was still a little wet when I put it on. Wearing that shirt. Oh, not that crap again. She used it. Yeah, she used that one every time there was a joke on the air. <laughs> or if I said something stupid. <laughs> I might be doing that way too many times. Our I was going to say, we can't have the whole episode being on. <laughs> Alright, I'm good to go. Are you? Yes. We've been waiting for you. No, you're not. Go where? We're about I'm to prepping. Why are you going somewhere? I'm going right here to give you guys the night of your life. Let's do it. Whoa. <laughs> I was waiting for that.